Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to my podcast, 24's Podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. I already screwed this up. I already had like 26 minutes in the podcast recorded. They were terrible. I was like, delete that shit. We're not running with that. Ironically it was enough, it was me trying to talk about the X's and O's about football, and I I just couldn't do it. I'm, I'm going to stick with analytics, going to stick with, all, with, with what I know and what I do best. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to try and have a nice, quick show for you today uh, because Hard Knocks is on in like eight minutes, and I already kind of wasted almost 30 minutes by not having anything. So yeah, we're going to run it back. We're going to have another podcast watching the Lakers. They're still down by 11 points. Jesus Christ, it's 36 to 25 right now. Come on. Come on. Rooting for you. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, got a good show for you today. Going to talk about football a lot. Going to give you some team projected wins. All that and much, much more. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on 24 Spot. Alright, that song like always cuts off at that second. Need a better song. So, you may be asking me, well, 24, you know, what caused you to essentially not like upload a 26-minute podcast or not not even upload. It wasn't that I had had like a 26-minute podcast. It was like the 26 minutes, I, I, usually it's like if a huge part, like if I'm rambling for like five minutes to 10 minutes about something that I don't really like and I don't like how it's going, I just cl- I just cut it. Just like, nope, that's not going to work. And that's kind of what happened. I was just like, I, I was really, really unhappy with the way that the podcast was going and how hard it was for me to explain like key concepts in the West Coast offense. And I was like, wow, this is kind of hard. But um, I, I was like, I didn't feel like I was doing a good job of explaining what I was trying to get across. And then I was like, well... If I don't understand it, and if I don't even understand what I'm saying, how are they going to understand what I'm saying? So I was just like, just, you know, just put it, put it, put it in the, you know, put it, put it off. Save it for later. You know, you don't have to freaking have a video or a podcast talking about the X's and the O's when it's like, to be honest with you, I just started to get into the X's and the O's. I, you know, if you've been watching the podcast, my strength is analytics. I'm a Mr. Analytics guy. I'm not a, a X's and O's tape kind of guy. I'm, I'm more GM than coach. So the issue soon kind of became, it's like I tried to get into coaching and then I was like, well, that's, uh, that's not very good. <laughs> it's not very good because I didn't, I didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, all right, let's just, let's not do that ever again. So, oh, Rondo. They got Rondo warming up and stuff like that. They're showing him off. So, let me me go ahead and talk about what I wanted to talk about. So, I've been watching a lot of Dallas Cowboy news information. Uh, What's it it called? Interviews as well. I've I've been tracking the Cowboys for like the last couple of days. Just because training camp has already started out. Frick, I should have played Weedem Boys. Uh, I'll get into that later on, but I'll 
kind of stay focused here on what I was talking about, the interviews with the Cowboys. So the Cowboys, they've had a, a bunch of interviews in the last week or so because they, str- uh, they started up training camp with the players, the coaches, things of that nature. And it's been a lot of, you know, it's been a lot of really, really good information. But uh, I, 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 I don't have all the information that I want to talk about, um, everything that I want to talk about with the Dallas Cowboys, I guess. But I do have a lot of information about the Cowboys. And one of those things that I've seen from the Cowboys in the last couple of days is a willingness, and even weeks for that matter, is a willingness to not share information. Like, I kid you not, right now, I'm watching the Baltimore Ravens training camp live from Baltimore day two. Like, this is just like, um, this. it was an old stream that I'm watching right now, but yeah, I'm watching the, the Baltimore Ravens go through training camp. And if you watched yesterday's podcast, you know I went on kind of a five or... Did they just tee him up? Who, who did they tee up? Did they just tee up Dwight Howard? What? They did the same shit to Kristaps Porzingis last night. You gotta be shitting me, refs. Hey, 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 refs. Hey, refs. Hey, refs. Hey, refs. Hey, refs. Pull your mind out of the fucking gutter and wake your ass up. Pull your head out of your ass. This game isn't about you. It's about LeBron and the Lakers. What are they doing out there? They call the technical foul on Dwight Howard because he's jockeying for position like they always do. And then, oh my God, are they going to take, what, what the fuck just happened? Did they seriously just give Dwight Howard another foul because Hassan Whiteside pushed off? Oh my God, if I was in that quarantine bubble, I'd be cursing up a storm if I was the Lakers head coach. Let him play the damn sport. This isn't about you, Kyle Kuzma, fast break. How's that not a foul? That better be. Jesus Christ. I love how he's like, that's clean, but he hits him straight in the elbow. It's like, that wasn't clean. What are you talking about? Jesus Christ. Anyways, let me go back to what I was talking about. The secretiveness of the Dallas Cowboys and the liberalness, liberalness of the other teams, the Baltimore Ravens and other teams as well. I once again yesterday talked about how the um, how Tyrell Williams, Raider, what's it called, Raider wide receiver, did not necessarily like how obnoxious Hard Knocks was. I can kind of agree with him. And my obnoxious how Hard Knock was, he means like having cameras in his face all day, every day, constantly having to deal with that mess, constantly having to answer questions from the media, things of that nature. That's what he means by like, it's just, I just got an ad for TikTok on the NBA. Like, <laughs> like didn't the president ban that in the United States? <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish he could ban the coronavirus as easily as he did TikTok. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
what was that? Oh yeah, I was talking about. Um, I was talking about. What was it? How easy it is to easy access to information, right? So, Baltimore. I'm watching, you know, a former live stream of their of their training camp, and then um, uh, comparatively to, excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys, where they're literally restricting the media members' ability to tweet out certain things, like and even to record. Like you can't record anything on your phone, and all of the pictures and the video that they use has to be like. Um, that media members have to use is like from the Dallas Cowboys or from specific networks. Like there are certain networks that are there, like for example, ESPN and the NFL network. But I think there's, I I don't know how many cameras there are on the field, but there's not a lot. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of media media members, excuse me. Not a lot of fans there. No fans there as well. And what that does for Dallas is it creates a air of mystique and mystery. Not to glamorize and romanticize that fact um but it does it's like how exactly what exactly are the dallas cowboys doing how exactly are they doing it like if you asked me a question like 24 what do you think not what do you think but what will be the dallas cowboys offense this year and defense the question not even the question but the answer that i'll give you is truthfully like i don't really know um it's nice for me to be up here and say like like, I can infer to you certain things based upon information that I have via, like, last year's how uh, last year's games, how Mike McCarthy played or ran his offense and things of that nature. Like, I can kind of guesstimate, but I can't, like, one-to-one tell you how exactly, like, Dallas is going to run their offense or defense. I can kind of give you, you know, a... a a short little, like, I can try and give you, like, a glimpse, you know, but I can't give you, like, one-to-one, I can infer, I can guess, they're educated guesses, they're smart guesses, like, I I can probably guess right now Dallas is gonna throw the football a lot more this year than they did last year, but I can't really tell you the formations that they're going to use, I can't really tell you the schemes that they're going to use, I can't tell you any of that stuff, because I don't know that stuff, I don't know what they're going to run offensively, defensively, et cetera, et cetera. I can kind of infer based upon some of the pictures that I've seen and some of the the things that people have been talking about in the last couple of days. I can infer that they're going to run some type of a hybrid style of of defense with um, and Dwight Howard is pissed again because he wanted a foul. Uh, they're going to run some type of hybrid style of defense, uh, a 3-4 and a 4-3. They have Everson Griffin. They have Jalen Smith. They're going to use both of those guys as pass rushers, as well as Bradley and Nye. He's kind of like he can play pretty much every, What What did they call a foul on? no idea what they just called Dwight Howard on and I and I didn't even you know I have both the Baltimore Ravens um, training camp broadcast up and I also have the Los Angeles the LA versus the uh the uh the Portland Trail oh my god LeBron and LeBron wants a foul too and LeBron just put a fucking spin cycle move on the Portland Trailblazers LeBron's got, he's 10, he's, he's got 10 points, he's 4 for 7, 4 rebounds, hey man, 
the the team is down by 10 points, not nine now. LeBron has got to make more plays like that. Dame, Dame drop is off. How's that a foul? Let me see if they foul him. Yeah, that's a foul. That's a foul. They fouled him twice on the drive, and LeBron points to the left saying, hey, good job. Great job at not calling any of the calls that you should have called on us against them. Great job. Great job. Fuck me. I don't, I don't, I don't get what they're doing. I don't get what these damn refs are doing. <clears throat> Anyways, as I was talking um, about you know the, the multiple games and things of that nature and and the uh, the NFL and and um, the corners not the corners the uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the teams and who's giving out what and what I think the the Dallas Cowboys are going to run I have no I have no idea what they're going to run like a lot of people are talking about their favorite games to watch for the Dallas Cowboys like some people are like I'm excited for Baltimore it's like I'm excited for week one because I have no idea what they're doing again I can guess. But is it going to be like 100%? No. I would say I'm like 70% accurate right now. LeBron with a beautiful pass to Danny Green. Cross court. I thought it was going to number four, but it was not. It was going to to Dwight. Not Dwight, uh, Danny Green, excuse me, 4-3. And he makes it. They're down by seven points now. They got to get LeBron more involved. Beautiful. Beautiful job. Now the Lakers are pushing running that up-tempo style that I was talking about a couple of days ago. And they find him, Morris, for three. That defense, when you don't let him get set up like that, now it's 40-36. to 36. Lakers are driving back. They woke up the, they woke up the raging beast known as LeBron James. C.J. McCullen off. Cross-court pass. Dwight Howard down by two. Oh, man, the Lakers, they're getting juiced now. They got the juice back. Woo, man. So much to talk about today. I'm, I, I don't know if you can tell. I'm very excited. Very excited. Um, Jesus Christ. God damn it. What was I talking I was talking about how... I was talking about the mystique of the Cowboys offense and, how I, and defense and how I don't know. But I kind of do know. Like, if you want me... If, if, you, want, if you want me to give you an educated guess, here's what I think will happen this year with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to have a um, an offense. Who's blowing up my phone? Hold on, I gotta take this. This is a family member. Hold on, I'll be back in a couple. Hold on, I'll play on some music. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Hold on, let me answer it. Hello. Hello. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm podcasting right now. I gotta like I gotta put something on right now. I oh, know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can. I can take it. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Wait. I, I'm almost. I'm almost there. I got like. I'm trying to put on some music, but I can't find my playlist. Here it is. I was going in my synth way. That I. I didn't go into the lo-fi one. Hold on. Okay. Wait. I got an ad. Wait. It's a five-second ad. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm back. All right. Hold on. Wait. All right. Hey, hang on. All right. I'll be back in a couple minutes. 24th podcast.
sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. So, you know, it's just a family member coming in, checking it, checking up on me. Uh, you know, if you if you don't know, I've been pretty vocal about this on the podcast. You know, I have uh, some issues with mental health that I started to really, you know, take seriously this year, you know, with some anxiety and depression. I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that because, you know, all my life, you know, and I know it's not necessarily a good thing, but like, I don't know. I feel like even though I have, you know, the issues and things of that nature, sometimes I don't. And I sometimes underestimate, like, I saw, like, like, like I, w- I was raised, like I'm black. And if you're black, it's like, you don't necessarily like that type of stuff, like mental health stuff. It's like, like some of my family members, they don't believe like, if you're black, you can have mental health and mental health issues and stuff like that. So like, they don't believe like in, in anxiety and depression. So I don't know. Like I, I try to keep some of this stuff close to the vest and stuff like that. But I also like, I have to deal with it. It's weird. It's like, sometimes my family members, they say it doesn't exist. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to reveal all of the business of my family on, on the internet and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, I've seen I've seen some of my family members have some serious problems and it's like it's because of their mental health and it's because of some of their issues that they've had. And it's like, you know, more power to you, I guess. But it's like I'm going to handle my own business. I'm going to do, you know, what I need to do to be healthy and stuff like that. And you know, that was just a, from a uh, concerned family member. Just checking it. Just checking in on me. Excuse me. So sorry for the delay. <coughs> Weird podcast today. But um, I was talking about Mike McCarthy and how Dallas is essentially hiding everything and how certain teams aren't. I'm kind of worried about Baltimore in the sense of, like, yes, they're they're showing everything. Like, one of the things that I've really liked about Mike McCarthy is that he is not revealing anything, like at all, over, obviously, the last, uh, the last, is it administration or organization or coaching administration? I'd, coaching staff. All right, we'll just say that. Jason Garrett and his coaching staff. Like, you cannot film at that practice. You can't. You can't do it. You can't film. You can't tweet. You can't do certain things um, at that training, at, at the training camp, at the facility, right? You can't do it if you're a media member. You can't tweet. You can't text. Well, you can text, but you can't tweet it out. If you've been a follower of the podcast, you know how much I love that. You know how much I love a lack of information, uh, disguised, smoke and mirrors, things of that nature. A lack of transparency, I guess, is what I would call it. By the way, it's 46-40, Portland. Anthony Davis at the free throw line hits one, 41-46. Going back to what I was talking about. I like how they're disguising everything, how they're providing a bunch of smoke and mirrors, how they aren't being as upfront, how even like, I remember a journalist, like I I tried to find it on the last podcast, but I didn't have it written down. I'll have it maybe tomorrow or the next day, but it was somebody on, um, it was somebody, it was a reporter asking Mike McCarthy he was like, uh, so Mike, uh, what's your scheme? And then Mike McCarthy was just like, I'm not telling you my scheme. <laughs> just not, just not going to do it. Like, what do you, like, 
no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what we're running offensively because it gets reported and then everybody knows what the Cowboys are running. It's like that's ridiculous. I'm not gonna tell you what I'm running. And the, and the journalist had to be like, okay. It's like, what is he gonna do? Bother him again? No, of course not. Wait, what's going on? Something they have a lot of Laker players are on the floor right now talking to the refs. What are they talking about? Oh, the rim. It's not tilted properly. What happened? Oh, my God. Dwight Howard had freaking gone in for a dunk and it had tilted the rim. I think this is like a play that had happened like three or four, maybe five series ago. It's like, they didn't fix this? Like, what? Let me see it. They have a guy with like a ratchet <laughs> trying to like adjust the rim. He's sweating his ass off probably right now. He's wearing a black freaking overshirt. Or not a shirt, overshirt, excuse me, like a long sleeve shirt. He's probably like, God damn it, I'm delaying the NBA playoffs. <laughs> They're showing Kobe Bryant and Shaq right now. Now Shaq had like tilted the rim. Oh no, I guess it's just them winning. Oh, against Portland. Oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. Anyway, sorry, going back to what I was talking about earlier. And I was, uh, and I was, oh, they're leveling it out. They're making sure it's level. All right, cool. Looks like it's level. And I was kind of, before I had the phone call with my family member, I was talking about how, yeah, this is the play that happened like five series ago. Like, how did they not fix the rim? That's when it happened? It's like, that was like five minutes ago. I literally was on my phone for like five minutes and then it's like, you're telling me that's when it got broken? Like, what? And now the players, they're asking the refs because the refs, they've been calling the game so shoddy. Like, now the players are like, the Laker players are like, yeah, um, like, what's a foul and what's not a foul? So that way we, we understand. So that way we can have a straight up fair game, please. The guy on the ratchet on the ladder is still trying to fix the rim, by the way. Just thought I would keep you updated on that. I thought he fixed it. He did not... Sorry about that. My microphone just fell. Uh, I thought he fixed it. He did not fix it. Speaking of microphones, I got to get one of those microphone stands that are on the arm. You know, the arm microphone stand. I got to get one of those. Because I'm sick and tired of, like, having to lean out of my chair and stuff like that. And I want to, like, fully recline and watch a football game. Maybe not fully recline because I fall asleep when I'm fully reclined. Or maybe, like, partially reclined. But I got to find one. It's like one is like 30 bucks. And I've had this microphone for like a year and I like it. But I want to non fully. I want to I want to recline in my chair and watch football and just shout out my TV. <laughs> like that's the plan that I want. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to recline in my chair and I want to scream at my TV. That's what I want to do. Going back to the scheme and how Dallas... Is, oh, we're finally going to get football now. Going back to the scheme and what Dallas is going to do and things of that nature. 
Um, I can give you a guesstimate. They're going to throw the football a lot more. They're going to have... They're probably going to use Tony Pollard and the running backs a lot more as well. That's kind of been a theme and a philosophy for the past couple of days. Like, they've been really trying to throw the deep ball a lot more with Zeke and Tony Pollard. And it seems like that's what they're trying to do. And that's what they're probably going to do, as they should, because it seems like uh, it's been constantly hinted at that, you know, Mike McCarthy and his staff, they understand, like, you know, we can use Zeke and we can use... Um, Tony in the passing game a little bit more, especially down the field, and not just when they go out in the flat, like every, like literally every time that Zeke runs out of the backfield, he's like, I'll just go out in the flat. And it's like, okay, like literally in every other play. Okay. But it seems like now, oh my God, the Lakers are trying to get the rebound. They are just getting, how are they getting eviscerated by one guy? How is that not a foul? How is that not a foul? Literally one of the Portland Trailblazers players ran into Anthony Davis. And it's like, in Dwight, or Dwight Howard, one of the two. Or was it Kyle Kuzma? He just runs into Kyle Kuzma and they don't call a damn foul. Hey, Rams, where the fuck are your eyes at? What am I watching right now? Literally, their center runs into Kyle Kuzma and they don't call a foul. It's like... What in God's green earth am I watching right now? Jesus Christ. Anyways. I, I, I've had so many distractions that I can't even keep a freaking simple train of thought on, what's, on, on what I need to talk about now. The TLDR of the Cowboys offense is, is that they, they have a lot of different options. They like like I, as much as people want to be cute and be like, I think Dallas Dallas should give the football to Zeke. Dallas should give the football to Zeke. Right? As much as people are gonna say that, I don't think that's gonna be the case. I think they should give it to him a lot less, and they should give it to guys like Tony Pollard, Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and what's his face, Michael Gallup. I cannot believe I forgot Michael Gallup's name. I apologize, Michael Gallup. But they're going to give it to those guys instead of just one guy, you know, and Zeke. And I've talked ad nauseum about it. Again, the TLDR of that two and a half hour long podcast I think that I had shot yesterday is um, Dallas should score more or Dallas can score more. Wow, that was a dumbass turnover by the Lakers. Oh, great fucking steal by number one, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Anyways, um, Dallas can score more. They can score easier. I'll probably do a win projection of the Dallas Cowboys later on as we get closer to the start of the season. But the reality is is that they have a team that has a lot of fucking easy, not easy, but a lot of fucking players that can make easy-ass matchups that the Cowboys can exploit week in and week out. The defense should be some type of, excuse me, trying not to burp into the microphone because I heard Cam Girl, no jumper, freaking choose sunflower seeds into the microphone, and it was obnoxious. But... The, um, the Cowboys defensively should be more of a 3-4 hybrid style of defense. They'll probably have some 4-3 concepts as well, but they're, prob- they're definitely going to run some 3-4 in as well. I got to listen to LeBron talk about the rim. And they played it for like three seconds and, they, and then they went back to the game. But the, um, the Dallas Cowboys should run some type of 3-4 concept as well as um, a 3-4, as well as a 4-3 concept as well. 
Um, they have dudes that can pretty much play like outside linebackers um, or DPRs. Yeah, they're going to play outside. Like, um, what's his name? Demarcus Lawrence is essentially going to have the position of being an outside linebacker, but he will play pretty much a defensive end, and he'll be standing up. And you may ask me, 24, what's the difference between a dude standing up and another dude being in a three-point stance or two points? Uh, yeah, I mean, three-point stance is when they're on the ground. Two-point is when they're pretty much just standing up. Uh, what's the difference? Nothing. There's nothing that's different. If, like, you're pretty much playing the exact same position, but it's with a different title. It's like in the NBA where LeBron, for example, is playing the point guard, but he's technically a power forward. In, in Cleveland specifically. In the Lakers, he, he, is, he actually is a guard. And I put that in air quotes as well. But yeah, LeBron, like, he's versatile, right? The same thing kind of goes with Magic, right? Where Magic Johnson, he was essentially a point guard, but he could also play the power forward, uh, the uh, the small forward, the shooting guard, the point guard, and the center. So, like, it's, it's essentially like that. It's like, does it matter if LeBron is either labeled as a point guard or a power forward? It's like, no, not really, because you know what he's going to do. The same thing goes with Magic. It's like, it doesn't matter if he's a point guard. We know he can play everything. So, I don't know what Dallas is going to run. I can give you guesses, but I don't know what they're going to run. And I'm happy that I don't know. I shouldn't know what new offense that we're going to run literally like a couple of weeks before the start of the season. That's not good, because if I know, the Rams for damn sure know about it. The Rams, like me, they can guess, but it's not going to be one-to-one. They certainly don't know the formations that we're going to be calling plays out of, and slash or the plays that we're going to be running as well, which makes me very excited for football. Oh, man, I'm I excited. All right. So, I, I, I talked about how... Oh yeah, let me talk about this for like a couple of seconds. Shout out to my guy. Hold on, let me let me play, let me play Weedem Boys. My internet has been shot all fucking day. Um, I don't know if I can play it. Let me try. Let me try. I gotta play it for my guy. I gotta do it for my guy. I ride for my guys. That's the bro code. I'm not gonna play. Ooh, I'm gonna play Weedem Boys. Ooh. Ooh. It's a Young Ma song, if you don't know what I'm talking about. By the way, the Lakers, have, I mean, after a weird start, they finally have the lead, 50-49. to 49. Anthony Davis, seven, It's it's been Davis and LeBron, LeBron James, all day long. Let me crank it up. Hey. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. We the boys. Hold up. We the boys. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We break the noise. Hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. So you may be wondering, why am I playing We Them Boys? Um, it's official. Drew Pearson, the Hall of Famer that's not in the Hall of Fame. Disgusting. Um, he just got... It, it, it has been reported today that Drew Pearson is now going to be a finalist, finalist excuse me, for the 2021 Hall of Fame class. 
I said it essentially, I think, back in... What was it? It was when they were announcing the Centennial Hall of Fame class. I was like, I don't really care. I don't really care who's in the hall. It's disgraceful that Drew Pearson... I thought for, like, years... I, I'd always refer to Drew Pearson as the Hall of Famer. I'm like, it's disgraceful that he hasn't been in the hall. Pause the music. It's been disgraceful that he has not been in the Hall of Fame for almost 20-plus years of his life. It's disgraceful what the Hall of Fame did to him this year when they didn't put him into the Centennial class, and they decided, you know what, we're not going to put in one of the best wide receivers of all time in this Centennial class. Disgraceful. And I said, I, I think the Hall of Fame is pretty much illegitimate without Drew Pearson in it. They finally are getting their legitimacy back as soon as his bust is in Canton, Ohio. So happy for Drew Pearson and the Pearson family. Doesn't sound like it because I'm a little bit irked that it took this damn long to get Drew Pearson into the hall. And then you want to know why this happened? If people didn't have such a, like, I, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were like, wait, Drew Pearson isn't in the hall of fame. How? How? Like, that's probably their reaction. Cause that was my reaction. I was like, wait, he's not in the hall of fame. How? It's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Just thought that I would put out some good energy and it turned out into, it turned into a rant, excuse me. Damian Lillard just took a really bad shot. Like, he had 22 seconds on a play clock, on the play clock, excuse me. It was an inbound play. It was just like a simple play and he tried to like push it really, really fast. And then it was just like, like, dude, like you have 22 seconds on the play clock. Why are you trying to go fast? LeBron, by the way, is LeBron has just exploded this quarter, man. He's absolutely exploded. Oh my goodness. He just had a nice inside pass to um to Anthony Davis, who was being guarded by CJ McCollum. Oh my god, dude. This game has been you know what? I'll I'll say this. Besides the Dallas Mavericks game where they fucked it up completely, they need Adam Silver needs to fucking call those refs up and be like, "Hey guys, you do some shit like that again, we may have to toss your ass. You're not going. You're not gonna judge or referee the second round." The the same thing I would say to this Lakers crew. I'm like, "Hey, the crew that's freaking refereeing this Lakers crew, I'm gonna be like, "Hey guys, you guys aren't gonna make it to the second round. You're you're playing. You're refereeing for your damn jobs next season." I'm pissed off watching this. If I'm Adam Silver, like. How are you not that like that should have been a call on on the center for tripping Anthony Davis? It's like, what are we doing, man? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Same thing goes for that refereeing crew that had that dumbass technical on Kristaps Porzingis, and the ref was like, the ref um the like the 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 VP ref in charge was like, you know what? Um, when a player like freaking punches the air after a bad call by the ref. That's uh, like they get to call a technical on that player. And I'm like, what? Then you have to call a technical on like every player in the league because every player in the league does it. Like literally, Gre- not Greg, um, Dwight Howard did it like three times this quarter, zero tags. Like even LeBron did it as well. It's like, dude, like, what are you talking about? You guys never do this. Carmelo Anthony just hit a big three, by the way, 57-54. Portland. See what LeBron James can do. He's got the ISO against Carmelo. He's trying to get a screen. Oh, bad pass by LeBron. 
Anthony Davis was rolling. And it, it just looked like the ball just got away from LeBron. My favorite thing about LeBron is his ability to pass. If you watch, like, LeBron James pass the freaking football or basketball, it is like a quarterback out there, man. Like, literally, he one-hand passes it, and he can do, like, these cross-court. Like, his vision is insane. I love LeBron James. Finally, they call a foul. Damian Lillard gets right in his face. Shouldn't that be a tech ref? He's arguing with you. Yeah. Ball just got away from Oh, no, that was actually kind of a good pass if Anthony Davis was rolling. But I think Anthony Davis was trying to post him up and bad communication by the uh, by the Lakers. That causes a turnover. But can LeBron hit these free throws? Makes the first one. All right. Moving on. Let's get into the meat and the potatoes of <clears throat> of the uh, of the podcast here. When projections oh yeah by the way i saw the rams and their new helmets their new helmets suck i know i've talked about their new helmets but i saw them in the sunshine and i was like wow those new helmets they suck i wish they were back in the old helmets they look like modern day helmets like i love the colorways on the helmet but i hate that damn ram horn it sucks it's bad come on lebron lebron with the rebound Talking about the cross-court pass. Anthony Davis can't get it. Can't beat the buzzard. But again, LeBron. Best court vision in the game. 57-56. Portland. Lakers. Way better second quarter than than the first one. Damn, LeBron. He's he's on one. How's that not goaltending? How is that not goaltending? Anyways. I did it yesterday with the Raiders. I'm probably going to do it for more teams leading up to the to the start of the season. So if you're a fan of one of these teams, uh, you may want to open up. You may just want to be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for your team potentially. I'll, pro- I'll, I'll, try, and, I'll try and cover every team. But if I don't get to yours, I'll probably get to yours. <laughs> I'm probably going to get to yours. All right. So... And yes, if you're wondering, it's like, 24, will you do one on the Dallas Cowboys? Of course. <laughs> this, come on, come on. Of course I will. Anyways, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. So let's start off with the Chicago Bears. Um, if you ask me right now, again, educated guess, if you ask me right now, 24, who's the quarterback of the Bears? I'm going to say Nick Foles. I don't know what's going on with, with Mitchell Trubisky. And, you know, you can talk this, you, you can talk ad nauseum about how bad of a choice Mitchell Trubisky was over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes at the time. But now it's becoming even more obvious that it's like whoever graded him as a first round draft pick does not know what they're talking about. Like, honestly, I don't, I don't that's a head scratcher, man. He had one year in college, one year of starting in college, by the way. And uh, he's, I kid you not, he's the second, he is the second, he was picked second overall in that draft. And I was like, how? Like, it's it's like um some of the, it's like the Sam Bradford, the Marcus Mariota, the Jameis Winston picks. It's like, how do they get picked first? I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't have gotten picked at that spot at all. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's talent and stuff like that, but fuck, man. Mitchell Trubisky, like, the fact that, 
and I've heard some stuff coming out of the Bears training camp. Like the fact that it's not signed, sealed, delivered, like there's an actual competition for the one spot, not for the one stop, but for the starting quarterback job, says a lot about fucking Mitchell Trubisky as a quarterback. Like I, I, I don't worry about Mitchell Trubisky in the sense of like, man, I'm really concerned about the guy. I'm just like, I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be the starting quarterback. I don't. I don't think he will be, and I think it's gonna be really, really obvious. Um, week one, once the Bears play up against their week one opponent. And a lot of people, they talk about how, you know, the defense, it's the defense, it's the defense, the defense is one of the best defenses in the league, et cetera, et cetera. All you got to do is not have a quarterback that will fuck it up. Depends on how Mitchell Trubisky plays. Essentially, the Bears offense is some variation of the West Coast offense. And because it's some variation of the West Coast offense, guess who's been in the West Coast literally for his entire career? Nick Foles. So when, and by the way, <clears throat> whenever people talk about like, I've heard reports that it's Matt Nagy and Mitchell Trubisky. I've heard reports that it's Matt Nagy. I've heard reports that it's Mitchell Trubisky. How about this? We lump them both in the same fucking kettle, in the same fucking pot. It's both their fucking faults. But I never, ever, 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 ever want to hear that the language is way too complicated for a quarterback to understand. Because it's your job to understand complicated language. I, I think I talked about it. I don't, the podcast, they've kind of blurred together because I've been talking for over an hour um, at this point. You haven't heard like 26 minutes of it. I, I can't remember if I talked about this. Um, what was it? Chris Sims. He broke down. I, I don't. I don't think I talked about this. Chris Sims a couple of days ago. He broke down the infamous play where he's a rookie and John Gruden's um in, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers training camp, and John Gruden is trying to get him to talk about this play or not talk about, but like go through this play in the huddle. It was um what was it? Green right. Nope. I I'm I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm just going to look it up because I'm going to screw it up. I already know it. And I've like tried to commit it to memory and I've tried to be like, uh, this is like, this is what is this. This is like what the play is and blah, 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 blah. But uh, yeah, I can't. I can't remember this play for the life of me. Because it's one of those like West Coast offense. Sorry. What is that? What What's playing on my computer right now? Most of these protesters are peaceful. I applaud these protesters. The majority of these protesters are peaceful. They have been peaceful for... Literally, like, I kid you not. So, if you don't know what's going... God damn it. Like, all my tabs just keep fucking auto-playing, right? Sorry about that. Am I... Yeah, I got... It's literally... God damn it, I pressed on the ad by accident. So... <clears throat> I don't know, like, if you're on YouTube, right, right now, literally, like, if you leave your tab open long enough, the, um, like, uh, the, like, uh, what was it? Like a, like a political ad, by the way, don't support the political ad, but the political ad, um, for Donald Trump is, uh, is, like, it plays just, like, automatically, right? It just, boom, plays. And I'm like, I didn't want you to play that, I... I didn't want you to play it at all. 
So that's what you were hearing. I was like, wait, what is what is going on? Sorry about that. Anyways, um, what was the play call? Oh yeah, green right X, shift to viper right, 382 X stick looky. Right? Like that's that's a pretty complicated play. It has like two running backs on the outside, your wide receivers on the inside, and they're doing a whole bunch of different stuff. It's a typical West Coast offense play with typical West Coast offense language. So it can be hard for the quarterback to understand it because essentially the wide receivers, they only have to like know a couple of words. The um, the uh, the running backs have to know a couple of other words. The pass protection is 382. So that's it. I think it's like a shifting protection or something. I don't know. But the quarterback, they have to know all of that. And that's why I'm talking about, like, if Mitchell Trubisky struggles with language, like, he struggles to understand what the Bears are running, like, that's an issue either on Matt Nagy or Mitchell Trubisky. And to be honest with you, like, it's literally the quarterback's job to learn the offense. And it seems way more of a Trubisky problem than a Matt Nagy problem. But apparently, I haven't, I haven't watched way too much. I haven't watched any Bears football in the last like couple of years so it could be both I've heard people say it's both I've heard people defend Trubisky I've heard people defend Matt Nagy but just from things that I've heard it's like listen man if he's struggling to understand the playbook Nick Foles doesn't seem to have a trouble doesn't seem to have any trouble understanding the playbook I don't know man I don't know like, he's got to be better. Trubisky's got to be better. He's got to win. Like, it's not good enough for him to, for, it's like the excuse is over. God damn it, I pressed on the ad again. I opened up another tab. And now it's like I got to fucking press on a video. I apologize once again for playing the ad. But it just autoplays. It's like I've never had an ad autoplay before. And then it just autoplayed. And then when you press on the ad, it then takes you to their YouTube channel where you get to see the full ad. And I'm like, I don't want to see the full ad. I don't want to see the ad at all. Anyways. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, um, the Bears and the issues with Trubisky. Trubisky, he has, his window of opportunity is close to me. I think Matt Nagy is looking, like, if Matt Nagy liked him as a quarterback, they would have kept him. Now he's trying to find every single way to get rid of him. Like, if Trubisky, if, if they don't go to the playoffs with Trubisky, they will, and there's a, there's a possibility that Trubisky isn't the guy, and neither is Nick Foles. In fact, there's a huge possibility. But with that being said, if they aren't the guy, then they should just tank and go into the draft and get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Now let's get to the Bears' win projection and their win total. Let's look it up. So even though I'm not, and I say I, I always underestimate my own abilities. It's ironic because I always say I'm the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. But 
what I mean by that is that I try not to overstep my bounds. I never, I try not to like delve into things that I don't know of, right? So this is kind of one of those examples, excuse me, where it's like, I'm going to be talking about the Bears, but I can't tell you anything about their offensive line except, um, I think Chris Long's brother is on it, Howie Long's son. I can tell you some bits and pieces about their offense. I don't know about their running game. I think it's like average to slightly above average. I think Tariq Cohen is on the team. Um, their passing game is atrocious, and um, their defense is fantastic. But they lost one of their best players on defense, and now they're they're still one of the better they're still one of the better teams on defense, especially with Robert Quinn. But you, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them defensively. But I think it's offensively that matters. Let me also pull up their draft and make sure that they didn't like. Oh, I remember. I, I remember one part of their draft. Let me let me just pull up the 2020 draft picks so that way and then I'll like look look them up by team. Does ESPN have the team thing or is it the NFL network? I cannot remember which one. I'm going to look up their draft um, team wise and then I'll be like and then I'll kind of like make a decision here let me also look up their schedule here here we go bears And then let me check out their schedule. My internet is shot to pieces, by the way, which is why it's taking forever and a day to load literally anything. Okay. It looks like they're going up against the NFC South this season. So depending on how you look at it, it's it's going to be an easy, an easy, nice kind of couple of months for them. And I cannot... Wow. There we go. Thank you. So it's it's going to be an easy season maybe and also a hard season because they're going up against the Vikings and the Packers this season. Deshaun's going to Deshaun, he's going to get his chance of going in and counting how many t- how many uh draft picks that the Bears passed up on him. Also, he's going to get an opportunity to get hit a lot because he's going to go up against one of the best defenses in the league with one of the best pass rushes in the team. By the way, Orlando beat the brakes off of the Bucks. Like, let me switch over to basketball here for, like, a minute or two. Whoever comes out of the East won't beat the West. Like, they're not beating... Like, I, I, I literally saw one of the worst teams in the entire like just because the the magic are in the playoffs does not mean that they're a good basketball team by any stretch of the imagination they're actually kind of bad they don't even have their best players and they beat the bucks badly i might add the bucks they've sucked in the bubble they have really really sucked it's like the sucking continues if it's toronto that comes out oh my god they're going to get smoked by who like even if it, like, let's say it's the freaking Clippers and 
the Bucks. Like, Kawhi freaking clamped down on freaking Giannis last year. He's going to do it again this year. Probably. <clears throat> All right. So, who did they get? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm lo- Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's terrible. Okay. So, they got... Um, so I'm I'm a fan of I'm a big believer I'm more GM once again than coach. I am a big believer. If you have a lot of fists, a lot of six, a lot of sevens, there's no reason to use them. They suck. I would rather have one good draft pick in the later rounds than like three bad ones, right? And what the Bears stupendously did was they used five draft picks, three in the fifth round, and two in the seventh. It's like, dude, your two seventh round draft picks, one's an offensive tackle, one's uh, a guard, they may not make the team. The three guys, maybe Darnell Mooney, he makes the team. But Jesus Christ, man. I would have been like, hey guys, um, Patriots, whoever, I don't know. I would have leveraged like four of the five picks into maybe, excuse me, I would have like packaged it like this, man. I would have said, hey, man, hey guys, uh, I'll trade you my fifth and my seventh. I'll, I'll package both of them to two different teams and I'll be like, hey, um, I'll give you two picks for your, for your second rounder. I would go in the later parts of the round. I could have probably have gotten Kristen Fulton or a better or a pretty good wide receiver in the draft. I'm watching that like that NBA fans sports advertisement right now. There's always that hot redhead on it and like I I'm sorry, I just got a comment on that for like 5 seconds like every single time I see her on the frick, on my freaking TV screen. It's like seeing an NFL cheerleader. It's like it's uberly distracting. I can't help myself. I'm a man. Sorry. But yeah, I don't like the Bears draft at all. Um, the Bears draft, it sucks. Um, they got three two corners. They got an outside linebacker. And then they got Darnell Mooney in the fifth round. And then they got, quote-unquote, the best tight end in the draft, Cole Komet, uh, in a particularly weak tight end draft. Like, if you told me, hey, 24, would you draft a tight end in the first round if you could get the best one this season? Or not this season, but um, in the draft? I would have said no, because they all suck. Or not suck is the best way, but I don't think they're better than the players that they that were picked in front of them. Like I, I'm, I would have been fine if I didn't draft a tight end in the first two rounds. If you want my honest opinion about it, I think there's way too many good players that you could have gotten over Cole Commit. Oh, they had two second round draft picks, and one was a corner, one was Cole Commit. Either way, I'm still like, what, who, who was in the draft? Who was in the draft? <clears throat> uh, second round, I mean, fine, Cole Commit. He was the 43rd 
overall pick. He was 11th in that round. KJ Hamler, Chase Claypool. Like, I've already found two players, <clears throat> and I didn't even talk, like, like that could potentially fit. I mean, you could take Antoine Winfield Jr., but he's more of a free safety. You don't really need a free safety. Same thing goes with Grant Delpit, which is why I didn't talk about him. Chase Claypool pretty much could have been a tight end, but he could have essentially acted like a wide receiver. J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon. Fuck, you had, you could have had Denzel Mims. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you have to, you have to be smart about the draft, right? Where did you? You had two second round draft picks, right? Did they have two second-round draft picks? I read that they did, right? They had two second-rounders. He went Jalen Johnson, number 18th. Hold on. Am I tripping? Yeah, they had two. Like, like what, what, what are we doing, man? You could have literally had your cake and eat it too. Why did you get a corner when your defense is one of the best defenses in the league? Like, see, that that's what I don't understand about the Bears. Because you could have, you could have either, I, I think Chase Claypool is better than Cole Komet. You could have doubled up. I Because, like, let's be honest. Like, is, is, is Cole Commit going to the Browns, the Bucks, the Broncos, the Falcons? Maybe Seattle picks him up. Maybe the, maybe the, the freaking Steelers pick him up. But, I mean, the Se- Seattle is terrible at drafting. And the Steelers, if, you, if, if they take Cole, you get Chase, who's better. Why? Why would you do that? Denzel Mims, A.J. Dillon, Willie Gay Jr., Jeremy Chin, A.J. Epinesa. Maybe not A.J. because, you know, you have Vaughn, not Vaughn, um, uh, freaking, what's his name? Uh, freaking, um, Khalil Mack. You could have traded your, your second round draft pick for like a third and maybe a seventh or a sixth. And then you could have traded your sixth, packaged it. You could have packaged like a sixth and a fifth to go back into the third round. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Like, their draft is sad. Holy smokes. But without very, very little help offensively with um, Taylor Gabriel, I think, leaving in free agency or just simply put being cut... Um, who else do they have offensively? They have some running game, I guess, and then they also have who else on that football team? I'm trying to think. Uh, Allen Robinson. I love Allen Robinson. They have Cordell Patterson, and then they have... Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Man, the Bears suck on offense. And I said it. I said it last season. 
I said it last season. Not even last season. I said it in the draft. I was like, hey, man, you got a quarterback on your team that's good. Like, you're going to love this draft because you're going to go into this draft and you're going to get weapons for him. Dallas went in. They got weapons. Mahomes, they went in. Uh, Kansas City, they went in and got weapons. Even the Eagles, to some extent, got weapons. Like, And then they kind of fucked it up with Jalen. And then the Packers, they fucked it up with drafting Jordan. Like, some teams, they just fucked up their drafts. Other teams, they did a pretty damn good job of drafting. So, without even further delay, let's... Oh, my God. That's not ball... That's not goaltending. What are the refs looking at? Can they challenge that? Wait, is that a foul? Did they call a foul? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a foul. <laughs> he hit him on the arm. But, again, the Lakers are pissed, as am I. That was a foul. It was a foul. It was a foul. It was a good foul. Good call by the refs. It looked like he didn't hit him at first, and then just as, like, Damian Lillard was finishing the shot. It's like, oh, yeah, he got him on the arm. All right. Let's get into the uh, predictions. So, I think it would be a good thing if the Bears go 8-8 eight and eight once again. I think so. Um, the reality is probably... I'm opening up a bottle of water here. Taking a deep gulp. The reality is... Um, the Bears, to save Matt Nagy's job and Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback, the Bears probably need to win enough games to go to the playoffs. I wouldn't hold it to them that they go and win the division, but, um, they need to go to the playoffs. And they can, you know, there's such a thing as the seventh seed now, so yes, you can go to the playoffs and, you know, make something happen there. But I think I think both of them could be out, Trubisky and Matt Nagy. Um, so regardless, they need to fucking work together and figure this thing out. Now, the reality is, is that I don't think they did enough in free agency. I don't think they did enough in the draft to get a good offense that can be, you know, that can go up against good to great defenses. So... Essentially, what's going to happen this season is, uh, you know, the defense is going to have to carry them. And I saw this week one, if you go back a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, actually, like a year and a couple of weeks, you'll see me like casting my first football game ever, my first NFL football game. I casted a whole bunch of preseason games. But the NFL football game that I casted was um, the Thursday night football game, Bears versus Packers. And I kept on saying like, the Bears' defense is going to crack. It's going to crack. It's going to crack. It's going to crack. Because uh, they they just, like, it's way too, it, like, they're they're on the field for way too long, for way too many, for way too many minutes. Inevitably, Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way to exploit the Bears' defense. And that's, that's not what happened. The Bears' defense held strong. Khalil Mack, his mouth was wide open. Freaking flies could fly into his mouth. He was gassed. He was tired. But they fucking dug deep. They hung in. And they freaking gave a shot to their offense. 
And that's what their offense needed was a shot. Unfortunately, their offense sucked. And Mitchell Trubisky was really, really fucking bad in that game. And I thought to myself, I was like, there's no way that the Bears are going to be able to do what they did tonight for an entire season where they just stop the opposition and their offense gives them fuck all. Like, and, and that's kind of what happened for the majority of the season where it's like, at least the games that I saw where it was like, not the Cowboys game, but you know, the majority of the games that I saw was like the defense gave them everything. The offense gave them fuck all. And they lost consistently. So with that being said, if they go up against good offenses, I think they're going to struggle. Maybe not good offenses, good defenses. So first four games, Lions, Giants, Falcons, Colts. I talked about it last night with the Raiders where I was like, I don't feel confident at all in the Colts. And I feel like I should, but I don't. And it's kind of because of who they have at quarterback. I love their wide receiving core. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hilton. Love their offensive line. Obviously, you know, the big boy, Quentin Nelson. Love him. But... And I even like their head coach, Frank Wright. But it worries me. I don't know what I'm getting with Phillip Rivers. And I think Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. I think he's a great quarterback. Or was a great quarterback. But, I mean, 20 interceptions last season. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe, this is probably his last year in the league. And um, I don't necessarily know how much of a contender he is. Or how much of a contender they are. It may just be for show. It may not necessarily be that they're honestly planning on doing anything with, uh, not Trubisky, but with Rivers. Um, I don't like the Bears at all. Not the Bears. Um, the Lions. So week one, opening weekend, noon o'clock game, Bears versus Lions in Detroit. Uh, I don't like either one of these teams. I don't like either one of these teams, man. <laughs> Like, notice how it's like my excitement just went away completely. It's like, it's like picking between dumb and dumber. Can I call a tie? That's not American. I'm just gonna, I'm, you know what I'm just gonna say? I don't really care. I don't really care who wins or loses that game. That's one of those games where I'm just like, you know what? I don't care. It doesn't matter. They both suck. Like, some, there's some part of their team that sucks, and it's like their coach's fault, and I'm just like, wow. That sucks. Bears and Lions, I don't care. They both suck. Uh, Bears versus Giants. I think the Bears will beat the Giants. They're playing them in Chicago, and the Giants, they aren't very good um, defensively. They are very, very good if you want to count Saquon offensively. They have some good players, actually. Uh, Sterling Shepard and, uh, and Evan Ingram and Golden Tate and Saquon. They, like, they got some good offensive components and pieces. They, I don't know who they drafted as their offensive lineman in the draft this year, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be pretty good for them. Because it's like the offensive linemen that that got taken and uh, as like the first four offensive linemen are essentially the best offensive linemen coming out of the draft in the last couple of years. So even though the Giants, you know, they're they have some good pieces, I think the Bears will still beat them because the Bears' defense is really really great and the Giants' defense sucks. And it's like Trubisky, if he loses to the Giants week two, man, oh my god. I think um, Detroit doesn't have, not Detroit, the Bears aren't going to have any fans in the stands. Thank God. Because that would be really, really bad. I got to see this TV show, Ted Lasso, starring Jason Sweetis. It's on Apple TV. I got to watch it. I love the uh, the Ted Lasso skit. And I love Jason Sweetkiss. Great actor. 
Bears versus Falcons, week three. Falcons. Falcons. I like their offense over Trubisky. It's like, I don't I don't know. Whoever whoever's gonna be starting at quarterback, Trubisky, Foles. Mm. If it's Foles, I'll give you know what I like. Now, this is tough because it's like, you know, let me act as if Foles is the starting quarterback. Okay. Instead of Trubisky. Because I was like, I was do I was kind of going back. Okay, so Foles is starting quarterback. He was bad in J- Jacksonville, too. I thought he was going to be better in Jacksonville. He was not. It's still a fucking toss-up. I still think they beat the Giants. I I don't care about the Lions. The Falcons, though. I'm still going to stay with the Falcons, whoever is at quarterback. Um, Colts. I think the Colts have that game. Bucks as well. I think the Bears go on to smash the Panthers. And hopefully P.J. Walker. I think he's like the third quarterback on the depth chart. I hope he's fuck. I hope they they wake up and fucking put that guy in instead of Bridgewater. Wake up. Anyways, uh, Rams versus Bears. I'm taking the Rams. Saints, Bears, Saints, Tennessee, Bears, Tennessee, Vikings versus the Bears, Vikings. Uh, let me scroll down. This happens with Google Pages where they just, they don't load. There we go. It takes a little while. Uh, Packers versus Bears. Packers. Lions versus Bears. I don't care. Houston versus Bears. I'm taking Houston. Vikings versus Bears. I am taking the Vikings. Uh, Jacksonville beats, uh, Jacksonville will lose to the Bears because the Vikings, not the Vikings, the Bears suck. And Green Bay will beat the Bears again. Maybe it's because I'm uh, I'm scorned by the Bears. Maybe it's because I just don't really care that much about the Bears. Uh, maybe it's because I don't think that highly of the Bears. But I think I only predicted them winning like what four or five games, and I said like it's going to be like a miracle for them to go eight and eight or something like that. I know what I said. But I think it's going to be really hard for them to go eight and eight. I think it's going to be hard for them to go into the playoffs. So I said that they were going to beat the Giants. The Panthers. The Jaguars. And then I gave like two I don't care games to the Lions. So they may go like... I would say right now they're somewhere between winning three games and winning five to six games. What was their win record last season? How many games did they win? I think they went like seven and nine, right? Or was it eight and eight? Uh, it was eight and eight. So, I think they're gonna lose more games this season. I think they're going up against a tougher division. I think they're going up against um, tougher opponents this season, and I think they're um. They're they're very dysfunctional at the quarterback position. I don't like their schedule at all. 
I don't like who they're going up against for the Bears. Uh, I mean, they're going to have like four weeks of just pain and suffering. Rams on Sunday night, Saints, Titans with Henry, and you don't even have your best run stopper because he opted out of the season. Uh, Vikings, they still have good options when it comes to um, Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook, and then they just drafted Justin Jefferson. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Lions, again, I don't care. Deshaun, he always finds a fucking way to win. And then the Vikings again. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. They could have, they're going to have like eight straight weeks of hard fucking games. Their only easy games potentially, and I put that in air quotes, are going to be the Rams, the Lions, and the Texans. And the reason why I say the Texans is because the the Texans, they don't have an offensive line. So, and they don't have a running back. So, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, um, somewhere between three wins and six wins, five or six wins. And this can always change based upon how the team plays. I haven't seen the Bears play at all. This is just like my preseason adjustments or assessments. It's like, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in the Bears. 72-69, the score right now. Lakers are still down three points. But the, I mean, the Lakers, they played a really, really solid game. But they have got to fucking, they've got to win this game. You cannot open Pandora's box and be like, we're going to give the, we're going to give away a game to the fucking trailblazers and let them come in here and beat us and we go down like one game to um to zero. Like you can't do that. LeBron right now is west resting, excuse me, and um and fucking uh and fucking setting probably for the fourth quarter cuz he's probably going to have to play a lot of minutes in the fourth if they win this game. Who knows? Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Anyways, um yeah, the Bears they're they're going to be third or the fourth worst team in their division. It's ironic because I'm going to be covering probably the worst team in their division. And I think the Bears are one of the worst teams in the league. Who did they beat last year? And I know everyone's going to be like, ha-ha, they beat the Cowboys last year. Cowboys sucked fucking for some obnoxious reason last year, especially down the stretch. You can blame that on Jason Garrett. Uh, let me check it out. Uh Oh, okay. They played against the NFCs. That's why they had a bunch of wins. <laughs> they played up against Washington. Um they lost to the Eagles. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Giants. So, you take away those three games and they're like 5 and 11. So, Oh, they uh they beat the Vikings. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about the Vikings. Lost to the Saints, the Chargers, the Eagles, beat Detroit, don't care. Lost to the Rams. Okay, yeah, they're in fucking trouble. They're in a lot of trouble, man. Bears are in a lot of trouble. Jesus Christ, are they in trouble. Who are they going to play up against? I mean, I'm looking at some of the teams that they lost to, and they're going to be playing up against the teams that they're going to be playing up against this year. They're going to be playing up against the Saints again. This year. They played up against them last year. How did they play up against the Saints last year? I don't know. Schedule? Schedule Schedule-wise? Were the Bears the first place team last year? 
Oh, no, in 2018 they were. Oh, okay, that explains it. I was like, how did they play up against the Saints, a first-place team? I was like, oh, it's because they're first-place. I thought they were playing them by division. And then I was like, oh, no, they played up against the NFC East. Okay. Yeah, Bears, they're, they're in trouble. They're in trouble this year. All right. Time to go and look at the, um, the team that I absolutely love dunking on, the Detroit Lions. Let me pull up their draft. Because as much as I despised the Bears draft, the Lions probably had a, um, I kind of like it. All right, let's talk about the Lions. So um, if you haven't been listening to the podcast at all, you know how much I dislike Matt, if you have, excuse me, listen to the podcast at all. You know how much I dislike Matt Patricia as a head coach. I essentially think that like Matt Nagy and like um, Mitchell Trubisky, this could potentially be his last year in Detroit if he does not make the playoffs. Yes, the expectation should be he should go to the playoffs this year. That is the expectation. He's a third-year head coach within this league on that team. His team should be making it at least to the wild card seed. So the expectation for Detroit and for the Bears is playoffs. Like, what, like, the Bears, their expectations should really be higher because they have, a, they have one of the best defenses in the league. But yeah, Bears, Lions, playoffs. Playoffs for both. If they don't make it to the playoffs, we got a fucking problem. Free agency-wise... The Lions didn't really get anybody besides Jamie Collins, and that's kind of it. They also got, um, they, they had a, a, a I, I remember watching the draft, and I was like, I can't hate on this. It was kind of solid. You know, for the first couple of rounds, they got who they needed to get. They got um, Jeff Okuda, you know, layup. Uh, they got DeAndre Swift in the second round to help out that running back position because that running back position for them is not very good. Uh, when they had Bo Scarborough, seventh rounder, slicing and dicing the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you, Dallas Cowboys, for making a fool of yourselves on national te- television, excuse me. Julian Aquara as well. They got him. Jonah Jackson out of Ohio State, guard. Uh, Do you need another wide receiver? They got Geronimo Allison. I would have gotten another guy. I would have gotten Sims or Mims, excuse me. I would have gotten, I mean, how's your safety? What's your What's your safety position? So you needed a defensive tackle. You needed a defensive end. You needed a corner and you needed a guard. So they addressed the guard position early on. I would have taken Gallimore there. I would have taken a... Uh, I, I like doubling up on positions sometimes high if you need the position. I'm like, you know what? Let's take two. Let's go Christian Fulton or let's take Trevon Diggs. You know? Oh, no. They had a third-round draft pick. So they got a Koya. Oh, okay. My bad. Jonah Johnson is a third-round. I was like, okay, that that makes sense. My bad. Never mind. That's actually kind of good. Julian Aquara and Jonah Johnson were both third-round draft picks. Man, LeBron's vision, like... I just saw him have another bad turnover again where he just throws the ball out of bounds. I'm like, mm, 
It was like to one of the Morris twins. 88. Like, oh, God. 74-69. Yeah, I'm 6-9 with the 9 on the regular. Anyways, 74-69. Um, Lakers, they got to make a play here. They got to do something. Now it's 76-69. They got to make a... De- I mean, technically, it's the bottom of the third quarter, so they don't have to do anything. It's just, you know, maybe you should take it. Anthony Davis was hesitating so fucking much to take a three. And the Lakers, they, they get the ball again. They try and give it, feed it to Anthony Davis. Misses a three, makes the dunk. Hell, I can't make a dunk. I'm five foot seven. <laughs> I'm five feet, I'm five foot seven. Of course, I'm not going to make a dunk. Yeah, but I like their draft. And then back end of their draft, they actually help out their wide receiver position by getting uh, Quintez Cephas, Cephas, however you want to spell his name, pronounce his name. I don't know how you say it. They got him. They got Logan Stenberg. Looks like they're trying to address their um, their guard position as well. I like parts of their draft. It was a good first couple of rounds, and then it was like, okay, and in the last couple. I don't mind them using the two third-round draft picks. I feel like it's like if you can I feel like if you can find a way to use a fifth, sixth, or seventh round draft pick and go back or draft picks in this particular case and go back into the third or the second or even the first round, you should because you're gonna get way more value out of those picks if you use them to go up into the draft than if you were to like just wait to use them, which is why I'm like using a bunch of sixth and seventh round draft picks isn't necessarily the best idea. So free agent wise, they lost snacks. They got Geronimo. Their wide receiver core should be a little bit better. LeBron pretty much takes a half court shot, almost airballs it. I do not know what LeBron was doing. But, and pick and roll. It was 76 73. It's like every single time the Lakers just like. Like, freaking score. The Trailblazers, they just freaking fight back. Like, we're, we're like they're like the, the little brother that just doesn't go away, you know? Like, Damian, nice pick, nice find to LeBron inside. Like, every single time the Lakers score. I got to watch this next possession here. Ten seconds left. Portland with the ball. Ten seconds left in the quarter, by the way. They're swinging it on the outside. Camelo with the drive inside. No foul. Great defense by the Lakers. 78-75 going into the fourth quarter. Going back to Detroit. Looks like we're actually... You know what? I'll cast the end of this game because it's like it's close. I'm watching it. I like what I'm seeing. It's like it's the end of the game. I mean, technically speaking, Hard Knocks is already off. Do I have it on my DVR? Please tell me I have it on my DVR. So that way, as soon as I get off, I can just... Hop into bed, pull up my computer. Yes, sir, it looks like I got it. I can watch this thing, and we can talk about Hard Knocks tomorrow. I think I got it. Wait. Yep, got it. All right. It's talking about Detroit and how badly they suck. But um, Detroit, 
I don't like I don't like their head coach. I don't like how he told Darius Slade Jr. to suck a dick or stop sucking dicks or stop sucking his teammates' dick. Like a five-year-old, it's like, dude, you're the head coach. Like, act your act your age and act as if your position doesn't hold or holds weight. Excuse me to it. Like, if you tell your player, you know, stop sucking this guy's dick in front of all of the other players, like that's not what Bill Belichick does. Like, he doesn't embarrass. That's not what Greg Popovich does. Like, that's being rude and disrespectful. It's like, fucking, be professional. I can't believe I have to say that to a fucking head coach. It's like that tells you everything that you need to that you need to hear about fucking Matt Patricia. That as a head coach, he isn't fucking professional. It's like fuck, man. This shit is easy. So, as you can tell, not a big fan of Matt Patricia. Not a big fan of him blowing up the entire scheme down in Detroit because he doesn't like the players, he doesn't like the uh, the coaches, he doesn't like anything. But then he's like, "You know what?" I'll go in and I'll change everything and we'll win within a couple of years. And it's like, no, you won't. You won't win in a couple of years if you have to change fucking everything. There is some good there. The team was, I think, 9-7 and seven before you came. And they, ha- and they have won nine games under your regime. It's like, come on, dude. Grow up. Figure this shit out. So... I have no idea what he offers to the team offensively or defensively. I have no idea what he... I don't know what he does. I don't know why he was hired. I like. I always say this about Patriot like assistant coaches. I always say this because I'm like, listen, man. Patriot officials, Patriot assistant coaches, whoever they are, they don't transfer to their new spot. The reason why is that it's obvious. It's Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick who carries this football team. It's it's Bill Belichick who's the best coach on the team. Like, it's this dude. So, Bill, if you take out the, the head coaches, not the head coaches, the assistant coaches, and you put them freaking anywhere else with Josh McDaniels and Bill O'Brien and Matt Patricia, it's like they all suck. They are really, really bad head coaches. So, for me, um... I'm 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 not a big Detroit Lion fan and I'm not a big Bears fan. And both of those teams they need to make the playoffs for me to justify their coaches having jobs. Like I'm I'm pretty like like I, I'm not out on Matt Patricia and I put that in air quotes, but I mean I've pretty much packed up the house, uh put all of the stuff in storage and am now waiting for the house to be sold. I put the houses on the market, waiting for it to be sold. Unless the wife tells me, Arden, Arden, 24, 24. Arden's my real name. I keep, I keep fucking saying my real name. 24, 24, uh, don't sell the house. Unless, like, the wife is like, don't sell the house, 24. I'll be like, um, we're, we're, we're probably going to sell it. Unless she comes to me and she gives me a good reason. Why not to? But she's on board right now, but she can change her mind at a moment's, moment's notice. Matt Patricia needs to fucking change my mind at a moment's notice. He's got to fucking win enough games to go to the playoffs to me to justify his fucking job. And he's probably not. Like, I'm setting him up for failure, and I recognize that. But it's his fucking fault for literally blowing up the entire fucking team and not having a goddamn backup plan to do anything. Not even a backup plan. What, what does he do? 
What is his scheme? Like, I, I, I can kind of give you a semblance of what Mike McCarthy is going to do with the Cowboys. I can't tell you what he's doing in Detroit. Foul. Thank you. On Mellow. Yep. Well, um, let me see it. Ah, they won't show it. Let me just get into the win projections and then let me watch the basketball games. Uh, so, like I said with the Bears week one against the Bears, Lions versus the Bears, I don't care. That's going to be one of those games that you're going to hear me say, like literally when we start the season. By the way, Kyle Kuzma just hit a fucking big three, 78-78 now. Lakers. You're going to hear me say this week one, Detroit versus the Bears. I don't care about that game. LeBron, ah, needs to finish at the hoop. He tried, he was running full locomotion, full, full speed, and he tries to pass it behind his back to Kyle Kuzma, and it's like, LeBron, finish, finish, and he doesn't. He passes it, or he tries to pass it. He's got to stop, like, LeBron, he just got to take over this game. He just got to just, just be like, I'm, I'm the one. I got to finish it off. Just got to finish. Just finish. Just finish. Finish the game. 78-78. What a ball game. Oh, man. Hassan Whiteside on the inside. Charge. What? On LeBron? It's a foul on LeBron. How's that a foul on LeBron? His feet were sad. That's a terrible call, refs. Yeah, even even the even the fucking the the announcers are like, that's a fucking charge. Hey, refs, fucking open up your goddamn eyes. This is the damn playoffs. The coach was even the coach for the for the freaking like how can you not in real time like I saw that in real time and I'm like oh yeah that's a, that's a fucking charge what the fuck are you doing refs open up your goddamn eyes anyways sorry about that um, Bears versus Lions I don't care um, Packers versus Lions Packers Lions they suck I mean realistically the Packers they're gonna be they're it's gonna be a hard year for them. I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to carry them like they always like he always does. Um but it's going to be hard for the for the Packers this year because they don't have multiple weapons and they didn't go out and get multiple weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Now, here's the thing. I'll say this until the season starts. Somebody needs to go out and get Antonio Brown. Like I don't care what's what the court cases are pending. If you're the Packers and if you've done fuck all in the free in free agency and in the offseason, you need to get Aaron Rodgers another fucking weapon. You didn't get a draft. You, you fucking drafted another fucking quarterback. You drafted another running back when you already have one. It's like, hey, um, maybe you get another wide receiver. Maybe. I don't know. Just a thought. If you want to win football games. Like they went eight and one in one score games. 
the context of that is is that you usually don't go eight and one in one score games. You usually it's a coin flip. It's literally a coin flip, right? You usually go five hundred in one score games. They should have gone five hundred in one score games, but they didn't. And if you t- and they were thirteen and three, so they should have went five five hundred. So they should have won. We'll go on the low end. We'll give uh we'll give up four games and we'll say four games were losses. So that means they should have went nine and seven. Probably no, not probably. The Vikings should have been the number one seed in that football team, or not in that football team, but that division. But whatever. I still think the Packers are a better team than the fucking Lions. The Lions they suck so much. Cardinals versus Lions. I love Kyler. I love Kyler Murray. I love him to death. I love DeAndre Hopkins, and I love Larry Fitzgerald. I hate their offensive line, the Cardinals' offensive line. But if you told me I could have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and fucking uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I'm like, yes, I'll take that and a bag of chips. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they beat the Lions. Saints versus Lions. Saints. Jaguars versus Lions. I don't like the Jaguars. I like Gardner Minshew, but I don't like the fucking Jaguars. They're, they're reviewing the LeBron play. Oh, thank God they reversed it. The coach challenged it. I love coaches' challenge, and I also love how it works in the NBA, where it's like they throw the refs under the bus, where it's like, yeah, you know, refs can fucking get challenged, and their challenges can be overturned if they're obvious, which that was obviously a fucking charge. Wake up, refs. One of the worst officiated games I've seen all fucking season long. 78-78, still the score. Dame drop tries to tip it in. Lakers with the rebound. Push the tempo, LeBron. I gotta get through, I gotta get through this. Uh, I I don't like I don't like the Jaguars. I like Gardner Minshew. I don't like Doug Marone as a head coach. I don't know what he does. Is he a defensive guy? I think so. I don't like I don't know what he does. I don't really care. They don't have any offensive weapons. I think they got somebody in the draft and they went they released Marquise Lee and. I mean, I don't I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Like, they gave up all of their best defensive players besides Yannick Ngakwe. And Yannick Ngakwe is like, bro, get me the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. Like, I don't know what the plan is for the Jaguars. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to... I don't know anything about this football team. And I do like Stafford. I just think that he has a fucking god-awful head coach. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Lions over the, uh, the Jags. Lions versus Falcons. Falcons. Colts versus Lions as well. I don't like the Lions at all. I would rather take a quarterback with 20 interceptions than the Lions, like, I don't know what I get, and I've said this a lot, I don't know what I get with the fucking Lions, um, 
Lions versus Vikings. I think they... No, it was the Bears that beat the Vikings. Lions, you suck. You're going to lose to the Vikings again. Washington versus the Lions. Damn, the Lions. They're terrible. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got two... I mean, you have... Two teams that literally drafted in the top five. Like, the Lions are one of the worst teams in the entire league. But it's like... Wash, like here's, here's what I think, right? Washington has four first-round draft... Four great players on the defensive line. and um, But they don't have any corners. And then it's like Stafford still has Kenny Galladay. I love Kenny Galladay. I really, really like Kenny Galladay as a wide receiver. Maybe TJ Hawkinson can have a good can have a better year as well. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna take the Lions against Washington. Um it's it's definitely because of Stafford. I think Stafford is gonna get swallowed up by some of the teams that I just mentioned, which is why I was like, I think it's a no brainer, but Against Washington, I think Stafford, I mean, he should have a field day against the lack of uh, corners that are on that football team. Lions versus Panthers. Hopefully the Panthers have P.J. Walker in at that game. If they don't, I think the Lions, um, the Panthers, man, they got nobody. Their defense in the last couple of years has been stripped. They lost Josh Norman. Eric Reed is there. Um, he's an addition from San Francisco. Um, Don Terry Poe and Gerald McCoy are gone. They got, um, uh, what's his name? Orlando Brown, I think that's what his name is. Uh, they have no corners. They have no linebackers, uh, on defense. They have barely an offensive line. They have no wide receivers besides DJ Moore. And then who else do they have? Um... Who else do they have? Christian McCaffrey. But it, um, that's it. So. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Texans over the Lions as well. The Bears, once again, I don't care. Packers, they whooped that ass, that Lion ass. Uh, Tennessee versus Lions, Tennessee. Bucks versus Lions, Bucks. Vikings versus Lions, Vikings. So, anyways, what am I watching right now? Candace Parker, Every Dream Has a Journey, Candace Parker, and Gronk. What is this? Becoming? I don't know. It had Gronk and Candace Parker and Anthony Davis. I gotta watch it. It was on Disney Plus. So let me kind of go back and let me check out the win totals and then I can finally just watch basketball but basketball isn't on because a bunch of advertisements are going on so I can't watch basketball so Bears I don't care Packers they're a loss Cardinals I in Kyler Murray I trust and by the way I'm counting wins I'm not counting or not wins excuse me I'm counting losses not wins hold on I got a burp excuse me excuse me again um so they lose against uh Against the against the Cardinals, what is this movie that I'm watching? Not movie, but what is this? The Stranger 
only on Quibi. It's that guy from that movie about the kids that that um that go into that crater and find that missile, not that missile, that meteorite that lets them have telekinesis. And he was the uh, the Green Goblin in Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man series. Sorry, uh, Packers. They lose to the Packers. They lose to the Cardinals. They lose to the Saints. They beat the Jaguars. They lose to the Falcons. I think I said that. Again, these these will change in time. Um, they lose to the Colts. They lose to the Vikings. I think I said they'll beat the Washington football team. I think I said that. Um, they'll lose to the Panthers. Or no, they'll beat the Panthers. So they'll beat Washington and they'll beat the Panthers. Sorry if that was confusing. Scrolling, but my, my freaking webpage is frozen. There it is. Um, they'll lose to the Texans. Bears, I don't care about. Uh, Packers, they'll lose to. Oh, yeah, they'll just lose out. So that's just like, so they'll w- lose like 11 games. And they'll pretty much go 11 and 5. I don't like, not 11 and 5, 5 and 11. I really don't like any, uh, I don't like the Detroit Lions. I don't like the Bears. I don't like either one of those football teams. I think they suck. And I think, you know what? I think they don't need to suck. I think they suck by choice. I think it's a choice that they suck. Because if they were good, if they were better, they wouldn't be in this position. But they are, and they suck, and it's not my fault. It's theirs. They're both pretty much... I would be surprised this year if they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Damian Lillard, after some really, really interesting series, makes the game 81-84 Lakers. I'm done, by the way, uh, talking about football. LeBron returns with a strong three. Yeah, I'm done talking about football. Um, Bears, Lions, they'll suck. Tomorrow, I'll cover hard knocks. And I'll also cover... Let me write this down. Let me get a new page. Cover hard knocks. As I write down a whole another section, hard knocks. Who should I cover? Like, that's an interesting team and not a team that I'm just going to fucking dunk on like I did for like 20 to 30 minutes. And let's do two teams because we got like four weeks left. So we should pretty much have the entire list. Or not entire list, but like the entire league. Or we can do like one team that I know well. Oh, let's do Houston. Let's do Houston and another team. Oh, Bengals. Easy. Houston and the Bengals. Two teams out of their respective divisions. And I'll probably remember that I covered these teams. I'll probably not remember how I covered these teams. Like, in a couple of weeks, if you ask me, like, the win total of the Bears and the Lions, I won't be able to do it off the top of my head. But I'll probably tell you that they'll lose a lot of games. <laughs> All right. So the score is 87-81. After a foul by the Trailblazers, it looks like the Lakers are going to inbound to number four. I don't know what his name is. I think he's a white European player. He's the guy that has the bald head, the shaved head, with the um, with the headband on it. And they get another foul on the Lakers or turnover. 
I have no idea what just happened. Like, Dwight Howard has five fouls. He's almost fouled out of the game. Like, I don't know what... I don't know how the, the Trailblazers got the ball back. Man, the NBA needs to check these referees' bank accounts after this game is over with. <laughs> I'm like, they, may, they need to make sure that a... Uh, that a deposit from a shell company wasn't been made hasn't been made to these to these guys, man. Cause it's like they have to the Lakers they have to play up against the the Portland Trailblazers and the refs to, to get this basketball game to get this win, man. I'm like, man, shoot. Like the NBA needs to do an investigation. Damian Lillard trying to make something happen. Swings it, passes it to Kamar- to Carmelo Anthony, who's short. How's that not a foul? Hassan Whiteside just freaking dragged, An- not Anthony, Dwight Howard to the ground. They're fucking bullying Anthony, Di- not Anthony, fucking Dwight Howard because they know that they can. And by bullying, I mean like doing illegal moves like grabbing his arm and stuff like that. Oh my God. Damian Lillard just fucking hit almost a half-court shot. 87-87 now. Anyways, oh yeah, Damian Lillard has 31 points. I really wished Damian Lillard was not a Portland Trailblazer. In the sense of, he's so fucking good, man. And now it's like fucking Hassan Whiteside is falling on the ground. Like, hey, idiotic refs, maybe you should get control of this game before somebody actually gets fucking hurt. Because they're not fucking doing that at all. Like, they did it to Dwight Howard and they didn't call a foul on Dwight. And then... Fucking Dwight did it to fucking, what's-his-face, Hassan Whiteside, and they didn't call a foul. And it's like, hey, like, somebody's going to get hurt. Like, control this game. Like, it's your fucking fault. Start fucking calling the game straight. It's your fucking fault that we have to watch this shit. Figure it out. This is a joke, right? How's that not a foul? Thank you. Anyways, what's I talking about? <laughs> I, I have no idea what I was talking about. Like, the egregiousness and the dumb, like, no calls, I've, like, I've never seen this shit before in my entire life. I'm not going to get, like, too upset and too mad about it, thank God. Like, I, re- I remember the, the Cowboy game against the, the Packers, man. I was, I was cursing up a storm. Jeez, I haven't listened to that podcast in like over a year, and even I can tell you right now that I was dropping like a fuck ton of F-bombs. 87-89, the ball game swung back into Portland's uh, favorites. Four minutes, 47 seconds left. Lakers, they've got it. They've got to do something, man. They've got to do something. Dwight Howard just got off the, the, the court here. I think Kyle Kuzma was subbed in for him. They kick it back out. Mm, LeBron isn't on the field, right? Yeah, no, he is. He is. LeBron now is covering Hassan Whiteside. CJ McCullen. Oh my God! What? LeBron like just booty bumped Hassan Whiteside to get the rebound, and another foul by uh, committed by oh, man. Fucking LeBron, man. What a fucking he like. I kid you not, LeBron fucking booty bumped him. Like he fuck, like, like he just like just freaking like moved freaking Hassan Whiteside back. He didn't. He it was it was a box out, but it's not like he boxed him out. It's like he pushed him back with his butt. That's hilarious. 
Oh my god. Let's see if LeBron hits these free throws. 87-89. Misses the first one. It didn't even hit the rim. I was like, oh, this is far right. Yeah, this is going to miss. He's definitely going to hit this next one. LeBron has been known for not hitting free throws. So, hopefully he hits the second one because he, he needs it. He needs a second one. Please hit it, LeBron. Please hit it. Bang. Misses the second one. God damn it, LeBron. Missing every free throw. Eighty-nine, eighty-seven. Swings it to Damian Lillard. Whew, I was about to say if there's a hand in his face, and I was like, if he hits this shot, oh my god! It it's not the dagger. You still got four minutes left in the game, but block shot, Hassan Whiteside, Damian Lillard gets fouled, gets tripped up on the fast break. Let me see it. Yep, that's a good block. Let me see if his feet are on the ground. What's the rules on goaltending? Oh, no, that was definitely goaltending. Somehow the Lakers get the ball back and on a fast break play with Danny Green, who doesn't get fouled, it's now 89-89. Like, and they were showing the replay so much that they didn't show the actual game, so love that. Three minutes, 38 seconds to go. CJ McCullen misses. Passes to LeBron. LeBron brings the ball up. LeBron drives on the inside. Another block shot by Hassan Whiteside. That's the second one. Unlike the last three series, Dame drops pulling up. Woo! From half court. Oh my goodness! He's like, let me pull up! Let me pull up! Hold on! Wait a minute! I gotta play it! Never mind my internet shot, but oh my god! He, he fucking, he gets fouled, pulls up from three, says, you will not deny me! Because I'm pulling up from three. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Do you want to grow your YouTube? As I freaking get an ad. Fantastic. I get an ad when I don't want to get an ad. How do I get an ad for this? Turn it up. Nigga bang yo set, cause you know I'ma bang mine. For the ones are appear on the main line. Throwing gang signs, no, we ain't the same kind. When you in the field, play ball when it's gang time. When it's gang time. Yeah, play ball. Play ball when it's gang time. Alright. <clears throat> one more time, one more time. Cause you know I'ma bang mine. For the one, one. Nigga bang yo set, cause you know I'ma bang mine. For the ones are appear on the main line. Throwing gang signs, no, we ain't the same kind. When <clears throat> Shout out to Noel Miller. I love that song. Bang time. <laughs> I, I don't like to say the N word, but he's like, bang. <laughs> it's so, it's the, the lyrics of the song are so funny. 
92-89 Lakers. LeBron to KCP. KCP with the runner off balance. Dame drop. LeBron's got to make a play. Two minutes, 46 seconds left. 92-89. They brought in the big boy center, Damian Lillard. He's taking off as much time off the clock as he can. He wants to get a, a screen. Passes it to Carmelo. He's got it. 95-89. Trailblazers. LeBron, you got to make a play. Anthony Davis to Danny Green. Three ball. Kyle LeBron tips it in. 91-95. Oh, man. Oh, man. They got to get a stop, though. And they got to get a stop quickly because there's only two minutes left. They're down four points. That's two possessions. You got you to gotta get them going. You got to figure out how to get a quick turnover. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a foul? How's that a foul? Hey, refs, open up your fucking eyes and watch the damn game sometime. Jesus Christ. How's that a foul? Goodness gracious. They get somebody on a foul. Was it Danny Green? Isn't there six guys on the floor right now? Somebody's got to get off the court. It's Danny Green, right? No, it's KCP. He's off. Oh, Danny Green with a nice deflection. Lakers, they're trying to they're trying to win this ball game. They got to win it. They got to win it. Inside pass. Great ball, great defense by Danny Green. Push it, LeBron. To Anthony Davis. 93-95. The Lakers are still in it, baby. Woo, man. What a great basketball game. 95-93. Oh, my God. I, I got something else to talk about after this game is over with. I completely forgot about it. Dame drop. They're swinging it. Another dagger three. I don't know who it. I don't know who it, who it was by. It was by number two. It wasn't by Damian Lillard. LeBron with the ball. LeBron, Anthony Davis. Anthony gives it back to LeBron. LeBron's gonna take it himself. Swings it, passes, loses the ball. You gotta make a play. He shoots off. Oh, that's ball game. That's ball game. They're down by five. There's no way they're winning it. Wow, what an upset. There's no way it's it's one minute left, 98 and 93. Goodness gracious. I mean, technically they got it's it's 33 seconds left. LeBron's gotta hit this. He misses. Yeah, it's ball game. It's 27-20. Portland. Not 27-20. Oh my god. 98-93. 19 seconds left. They're not fouling. And then that's it. Yeah, they 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 freaking get an inside pass. I don't know why they didn't foul. But yeah, that's a ball game. Man, huh. Maybe Charles Barkley was right. I don't think they're going to get swept. But fuck me, man. Like, the Lakers dropped game one? Yeesh. That's not good. Anyways. Final thing that I'll talk about here tonight. Um, the release of Gerald McCoy. 
Now, Gerald was injured yesterday in the first padded practice of the season. First padded practice of the season he was injured in. And in this in this game, or not in this game, but in um in the first padded practice of the season for the Cowboys, he got injured. I know who it's by, it doesn't matter. But he got released by the Cowboys this morning. To save money in cap room and cap space. He got released. They were like, well, you know, we're done. We don't need you. We'll get rid of you. You're out. And by released, I mean um, he had a pre-existing condition with one of his quads and they released him because of that. I don't like it at all. I don't like the release. I don't like them giving him up. I I think that he was going to be like I I mean like they they now don't have to pay him three million dollars, but you're not going to give that three million to anybody. And Jared McCoy was excited to be a cowboy. He talked about how he was excited to finish off his career, his career as a cowboy. And it's just bad business because he may have been still undergoing surgery. And as he woke up, guess what? He gets the call. He gets the announcement by his GM, but not his GM, his, his agent, his wife, his family, whoever. And now he's gone. Now he's, now he's not a cowboy anymore. And when you operate with this mentality of, well, people love to play for us. People love to come to Dallas and take discounts and all that shit it's like people see it and it's like oh that shit doesn't matter like it kind of like it it shows people specifically players it's like oh like like it doesn't matter the glitz and the the glamour of dallas it doesn't fucking matter what matters is how much money i get paid how much because it's a business that's what it is it's a business. And at times, business can be pretty fucking shitty. But regardless, it's a fucking business. I hate this business. I hate the bullshit. I hate that Dallas couldn't even wait. Couldn't fucking tell him yesterday or today. Like today, he was talking about how he was excited to get back and how he was excited to be a member. Even Mike McCarthy was. Like they they got rid of him. A little bit after Mike McCarthy went on a press conference and was like, yeah, like he knows like we want him to be a leader on this football team. And now he's not on the football team anymore. I, I don't get it, man. Like it's, it's one of those like head scratching moves that I'm like, why wouldn't you sign Dak Prescott? Why would you release Gerald McCoy? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I disagree with it. I dislike it. I don't understand why you couldn't have a private conversation with him last night, this morning, with the head coach. Apparently the head coach didn't know you were doing this shit because the head coach talked about how he he was here, he was going to be here for the long run. I don't get it, man. I don't get it at all. You know? Um, I love Jamal, not Jamal, Jared McCoy. I hope whatever team he goes to, you know, treats him fairly, treats him right, 
That was fucking dirty what Dallas just did to him. I don't like that shit at all. I don't like that shit at all. But, um, that's a podcast. Didn't I, like, I think I went on this rant or dialogue or spiel where I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I want my podcast, you know, some of my podcast episodes to be, like, really, really short over, like, really, really long. And it turns out, you know what, um, that's not gonna happen. Two hour long episode. And, um... I was like, I want this episode to be an hour long. And it's like, it goes on for an additional hour. But, you know, that's the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast. And, of course, Charles Barkley, he's got the broom out because he's going to start sweeping the Lakers. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, be sure... uh, Just watching Charles Barkley sweep this shit up. (laughs) Uh, if you like this podcast, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty what? What happened to my fucking music? Oh, it, it cut itself off. Sorry, it was like in a dead center. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, but if you like, whatever. I did my outro. I'll be back tomorrow to review Hard Knocks, to talk about Hard Knocks. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the win projections of the Houston Texans and the Bengals. Ladies and gentlemen, until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.